This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode here on the Mindful Experiment. This is your host, Dr. Vic. And excited to have you on. This is a topic that I'm very passionate about. I'm bringing something a little different to the table um, when it comes to, you know, what is something that, you know, how much sleep do you need, right? And I remember when I went through this journey years and years ago, I was looking at sleep cycles and I said, how is it that, you know, 90 minutes we have sleep cycles? That's what we were told. That's what I was taught in chiropractic school. Um, It's still taught today. Um, where, you know, you sleep for 90 minute cycles, people would say, wake up in the 90 minute cycle periods, because that's when you're going to be really refreshed. And you went through the cycle and there's this whole thing. I've read books on this and so much more. And then what's the amount of sleep you need and all these other things. So years and years ago, uh, it was back in 2010, 2011, I would actually have this headband thing I would wear and it would monitor my brain waves and let me know what type of sleep I was in. And that was the first time I realized that 90, 90 minute sleep cycles don't exist. But the reason why what got me intrigued and wanted me to learn more about what's the most minimal sleep I can get and still take care of my health, still allow me to thrive and not be sluggish or affect my health in any way, shape or form. And the reason why this was is to be have full disclosure, I am not a morning person. I have never been a morning person. I do not like getting up early in the morning. I, I just never did. High school, I would wake up to the last second before I had to get, go to get to school. Um, when I was in college, same thing. When I was in chiropractic school, it was the same thing. I had to leave my house by 6.30 so I could be at, the, be at school right before 7, like literally three minutes before class started, right? Didn't give myself a lot of wiggle room. And I would wake up at 6 o'clock, get things going, and then out the door I was. And so I never really was a morning person. I just don't like getting up early in the morning. Until I read some books and started studying some, well, you know, some former presidents, Nikola Tesla, Picasso, Da Vinci, and all these other individuals. And I started to see how they didn't sleep a lot. They, they didn't want to sleep a lot. Like they slept whatever the minimum they needed. And that was it. 
the, I don't know if they had some form of technology. I don't know if they had ways of doing things, maybe because there was no electromagnetic, electromagnetic fields. Um, their body can reset because they were in tune with nature a lot more. Who knows? But what I do know is that we have technology, and I was using it, the headband thing, to figure out what sleep I needed and so forth. And so for over two years, I would sleep five of the five and a half hours of sleep, sometimes six. And the quality of my sleep, though, was eight to nine hours. And I thought this was fascinating. I thought I had like one of the biggest hacks. I was like, oh, my God, this is a great biohack. I was using tips and tricks, and I was taking supplements. I was doing certain things, changing temperatures, doing all this stuff to get the amount of sleep. And the reason why is because successful people, they, they sleep as minimal as they need to, right? There's a proverb from the Bible, and I shared this on my social media outlets and so forth and stories about he who loves to sleep and the folding of hands, poverty will set upon you like a thief in the night. And this is Proverbs 24 to 30, first 30, 24 to 34. And it's one of those things where if you let sleep, what that means is this, and I don't mean this from a sense of, of, of money or anything like that. It's just when you value sleep over other things in life or value sleep over life itself. Some people just love to sleep. They're like, I love to sleep. I look forward to sleeping. And it's like, well, then what don't you love about life? Because you value life um, sleep more than you do your life. Okay. But what this is, is poverty will set upon you in any aspect of your life. This is not just financial. This is in every aspect, marriage, my physical health, mental health. When we look at relationships, we look at business, career, financial, it affects every aspect because we're not designed to sleep a third of our life away. You know, and I could, I could prove it by research on my own self and other things where I use something called an aura ring and I've been using it for years. And it's one of the things where um, it's about 90% accurate based on a couple of scientists that I've talked to. Uh, one of them I interviewed on this podcast in 2019 in October. And it's one of the things where we discuss the accuracy of it and why I can utilize it. So I can see what I've done through the day, what time that I get done eating, the last time I drank something, and I can see how it influences my sleep. And what's nice is like, for example, today I had about six and a half hours of sleep and I had the quality of eight. Can't beat that. So I try to sleep anywhere from five and a half to six and a half hours of sleep. That is my norm that I go to. Some people say, oh my God, that's not healthy. It's like, but I'm tracking everything. So how can you tell me it's not healthy, right? And no matter what your background is, <clears throat> I'm using science and data to really look and see, am I getting the proper deep sleep, which this was about an hour and 40 minutes and my REM sleep, which was about an hour and 30 minutes. And that's so basically over almost 50% of my sleep was deep sleep, restorative, and REM, right? And so you have to look at your life and say, okay, how do I minimize sleep? Because if you can go to sleep six hours instead of eight, that's two extra hours a, uh, a night. And if you go in the week, that's extra 14 hours in a week. Every two weeks, you're getting a whole day back of being able to do things. Now, all of a sudden, you can create more and experience more and do more. It's just a simple little thing to do. So it's a little investment, right? There's so many sleep apps out there, but a lot of them, I, I can't speak on them. So don't take this to, uh, the, don't take this with a grain of salt. But based on what my concern is about these sleep apps is a lot of them may not be as accurate um, because they, how they look at things. Some of them do sleep based on how you move at night. I, I don't agree with that. There's, there's other metrics that you can use because what if you just slept the whole night on your back, didn't move, and you're gonna be like, oh, amazing sleep, right? I have patients who come in sometimes and be like, I've had three and a half hours a deep sleep doc i'm going mm, three and a half hours of deep sleep doesn't happen uh, it's, i've the most i've ever had in deep sleep recorded was like three hours but i slept nine um because the body isn't always restoring and doing other things it needs to take breaks so that's why there's something called light sleep 
But looking at, you know, one of the things is, again, like I said, I'm not a morning person. I'm going to tie that story back into this. But I became a morning person because of studying a million and billionaires who didn't sleep a lot. They didn't sleep long. They didn't. They, they only slept what they needed to. And so I wanted to figure that out. And this is why I use data to do that. It helps me biohack my way to give me the edge I need to be up in the morning at four and cranking away. So I can go to bed. Some people go, I get up at about four o'clock in the morning. And people are like, what time you go to bed? Like at eight? And I'm like, no, 930. 9, 9.30. That's usually my ballpark perfect range for me. That's based on the data I have. Um, sometimes it'll be 10 o'clock. Um, depends. Like the World Series has been going on lately. So I've been watching baseball when it's on. And I won't watch the whole thing. 10 o'clock's my max. I got to be in bed right around before 10. And so that's kind of been my pattern of how I sleep. But most nights, it's 8.30 to 9, right? I get in. Now, the why am I, you say, well, doc, you're going to bed at 9. You're waking up at 4. That's seven hours. Well, yes, it's seven hours of me being in bed, but it's not sleep, right? It takes my body a while to calm down and get to that state. So that's why I said it's about five and a half to six and a half hours of sleep, depending. And so this is something that you can do to hack your life. But getting up in the morning, you're most creative in the morning for the most part. But I'm going to be very transparent. You have learned from me before. If you've been following this podcast, I do not just tell you things and say, this is how it all is, right? Everyone's different. Are there people who are the polar opposite? Of course. Look at Tim Ferriss. He'll tell you he gets up. I don't know if it's this was a couple of years ago. I heard him say this, where he would say, I get up at 10 o'clock in the morning every day. I'm not this guy that gets up at four. And so there's other people who do different things, but you have to find what works for you. And I always like trying to find deeper stuff to give us better answers or more science behind it. So one of the things you can do is determine your chronotype. Okay. Your chronotype is basically when you like to get up at a certain time, when you have your most energy, when you have your most mental energy, when you need to go to sleep. Some people have energy early in the morning. I'm one of those. But if I get up at four in the morning, to be truthfully honest, I don't work out in the morning because I don't have enough energy. I can't push, move uh, my weight or the stuff I do to calibrate or um, keep track of. I don't, I can't go as hard into my workouts. So my workouts are more in the middle of lunchtime because that is beneficial for me based on my data and what I've seen. Now, but what I do do in the morning is I have my morning ritual. I go through my whole thing in about a half hour to 45 minutes, breath work, meditation, rewinding, visualization, all these different things. It's my mental space because my mind's alert. My body's got to get there, but my, I like to go into this space because it keeps me calm. Then once I get out of there, then I start getting to my rituals of what I do every single morning. Um, the consistent work I need to do, right? What am I looking to create for the next three months, give or take action steps I'm doing now that I won't see results in that or see benefits in that in about anywhere from two to four months. And then action steps for today that I need to get done. And then other stuff that has to get done and follow up with the little things that are more nuances. Um, I can hire someone to do them. And so, but it's these things I do as my mind's waking up. But a lot of my great work happens between six and eight in the morning. That is like my prime time for me. And then I get ready, get reset, and then I go to the office and I, I serve my patients and so forth. And then I have a reset in the time. But this all happens because if I didn't, if I was going eight hours of sleep, man, if I went to bed at eight o'clock, I'd have to go bed at eight o'clock to get up at four. Nine o'clock will be five, 10 o'clock will be six. I wouldn't be able to do all the things I'm doing. So this one little trick of learning how to, it's okay to sleep. You need it. I mean, I can tell you right now, I have programs that I do for on health where I teach people in one of my weight loss programs how to um, sleep off your weight, how to know that when you're not 
when you have certain like belly fat that just can't get rid of, what does that really mean? And what are the things not saying it's going to be the answer, but one of the things that can help with that is sleep and how, you know, you're getting that quality of sleep and so much more. So sleep is critical. I can talk all about the benefits of why we need to sleep, but it's finding out for you. This is the key of this podcast episode is just finding out for you. What is that minimum sleep you need to thrive? What's that minimum sleep you need to go ahead and keep you moving forward? And so something like an aura ring, I am not affiliated with the aura ring. I mean, I have it right on my finger here, but I am not affiliated with it. I get no money for this. There's no links. There's no nothing. So I'm being transparent with you guys. I'm just sharing you with something that I've been using for the last two years. Um, and it's been an absolute tool to use to help me again from someone else's opinion who works with them. They said it's about 90% accurate. So it's one of those things that, um, understand that there's maybe some 10% of, of not accurate. Uh, but when you start to use this after a while, you'll know, I kind of know I'll be looking going, that doesn't make sense. I don't know how that happened. Uh, but it, overall it's a great tool to use. It's awesome to have because then you're creating a recipe for you to biohack yourself to thrive and to maybe cut some extra time to focus on your dreams, your visions and the goals you want to achieve. And all of a sudden this becomes easier to attract because you're focusing on it, putting attention to it. And when you do that, manifestation is going to grow, which means it's going to become part of your reality. Sound good? A lot of words there. Um, Appreciate you guys as always. And if you ever, if you're an entrepreneur or someone or a chiropractor listening to this and you're like, man, I would love to learn more about this. How can I learn things like this? And how can I really shorten up my time, be more kind of focused, time conscious, and, and really be in that moment to how to maximize my time and so forth. Just email me at drvic at empowerreality.com and just put in the subject line time. And then I'll know what that means. And we can set up a, we'll, we can take a conversation from there. But as always, I appreciate you guys. Thank you for following. If it's the first time you've been listening to the podcast, please follow, subscribe, listen to the podcast, push share a review. If you've been a subscriber for a while, thank you for your support. Um, we greatly appreciate it. And as always, I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing it with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing it with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.